You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. I'm Kate Geary and I work for the Chartered Institute for Archaeologists. So today, this morning, you've had, uh, you had a session about training new archaeologists or putting training into archaeology. What was, what was the title and what was that about? The session was, uh, the title was Mentoring for Archaeologists and we were looking at mentoring systems, um, looking at systems that other organisations use, but also thinking about how mentoring might be introduced for, for archaeologists and what, what stages of, of a career that might be useful. Um, and uh, what uh, other kind of, um, what kind of other organisations are you looking at? Is it like construction industry? Is it like materials? Uh, what, what are you, which direction are you looking? Um, we were trying to look at different directions actually. It, it doesn't work brilliantly because trying to get people from outside archaeology to EAA is quite difficult because of the cost. But we looked at, um, in the UK, the Institute for Conservation. Um, they run a, they're our sister body uh, representing conservators and restorers and we were looking at their system that they run um, which hooks up um, accredited, their accredited members as mentors for people coming through their accreditation system to support them with that, but also supports general career development. Um, and the other thing then we were trying to look at was the non-archaeological mentoring and coaching systems like um, in the UK, again, the, the CLAW leadership programme and things like that, whether we can whether we can tap into mentoring, say, on skills like project management or communications and things like that that don't necessarily have to be archaeological, um, but archaeologists can benefit from. It's interesting because obviously archaeology doesn't really seem to have a defined like, pathway, um, so it is one of these things, I, I guess, that CIFA is trying to then develop for the next couple of years. It is, and it's difficult because obviously, as you know, there are so many different routes into archaeology. There are so many different directions that you might take once you're in archaeology. And if you talk to most, I think, an awful lot of professionals, their pathways aren't very well defined. How they got to where they are doesn't necessarily follow a clear route. And that's something um, colleagues in Scotland actually have been thinking about. Um, Cara Jones, who's on the, the industry group for developing apprenticeships in Scotland, they've been looking at, rather than trying to define pathways, actually producing examples of how they got different job roles and what they've done to get into that job role and trying to pick out what the key points were, what made the difference that and that meant that they ended up in that in that job. Um, because I think if you start to, and we were starting to try and do it through qualification routes, so thinking about um, if you start off with an undergraduate degree that's a very general, um, say, bachelor's, Bachelor of Arts in Archaeology, where you might go to get then the graduate training that you need that gets you into a first job or potentially in the future if you start off as an apprentice, where do you get the academic background to that? And so pathways that, I'm waving my arms around like anybody can see me, but um, but that aren't linear. So there's not a, you have to do this. If you want to be this, you have to do this, this and this, but just sort of picking out different options that um, are available. But I think one of the things that's really difficult, and we see this all the time at CIFA when people apply to be accredited, is we're not very good at describing competence in archaeology. Because we come from an academic background and an academic discipline, we're good at knowledge and qualifications, but competence is quite difficult to describe. And how, But we've had national occupational standards for nearly 20 years. Um, so we ought to be getting better at that. And I think you see that all over when 
um, employers are setting out job descriptions, when people are writing their CVs, when we're thinking about the skills we need, what can you actually do and how do you describe that is quite, is quite a challenge. Thank you very much. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.